0: This is The Ignition Show. Well, hello, everyone. Welcome to or welcome back to our podcast. My name is Chris Jansen, host of The Ignition Show, where our aim is to create meaningful conversations with switched-on people about things that matter, matter in the pursuit of your potential and igniting the flame within you to live your best and full life. In addition to bringing you in-depth conversations with amazing guests, Every other week, I'm going to sit down in front of the mic and share with you some of the most important lessons and nuggets of wisdom I've encountered from training more than 10,000 people over the last decade, and also from the thousands of hours of intimate one-to-one conversations I've had with my coaching clients. So grab a pen or simply sit back and take in today's message. Let it sink in and ask yourself, how is this showing up in my life? How can I apply the points that resonate with me to my life today? And what would happen if I did? All right, let's go. Let's dive into today's episode. Now, for today's show, I can see by the calendar that we've hit the midway mark. We've turned the corner, and now it's halfway through the year. So how's your year going so far? You know, while it's an arbitrary marker of time, the start of July is a perfect opportunity to step back and reflect on what you've achieved. And if you're on track with what you hope to accomplish this year, what you wanted to contribute or improve, to experience or learn, and how you wanted to get better. And to help with that, I wanted to offer up the A to Z of success. Much of success comes down to what you bring, how you show up, and what qualities of yours have been in charge of your decisions, your focus, your habits, and your mindset. So for each letter of the alphabet, there's a word that I associate with an ingredient of success. This is the list that I created at the start of the year, and I wanted to share with you to hopefully inspire you to connect, or maybe even reconnect, to some of those parts of you that you need to dial up to make the second half of this year even better than the first. So let's dive in. A is for ambition. you got to have some level of ambition to grow, progress. Progress is the core marker of what makes us humans feel alive. And if you're stagnating, if you're plateauing, if you're settling for too much, it's time to dial up your ambition. What would make the second half of this year even more exciting, engaging, and energizing than the first half of this year? What's your ambition? B is for belief. Anytime you want to achieve something, you want to get outside your comfort zone, you've got to believe that some part of that is possible. You've got to believe in yourself. And you can absolutely work on your beliefs. And if you recognize that sometimes you're bumping up to the ceiling of your own expectations, the ceiling of what you think is possible for you, it's time to upgrade your beliefs. You've got to believe. C is for courage. And sometimes courage, we think of, the default way we think of courage is really about facing fears, doing something difficult or challenging. And sometimes it's usually a a task or getting outside of our comfort zone. But sometimes at the root of courage is really just having the courage to stand up for what we believe in, not to go out and do something that we're not or trying to stretch ourselves beyond, beyond where we are, but the courage to be in alignment, to be authentic, to show up authentic in your relationships, in your career, to speak your truth, to have the courage of not worrying about what other people might say or, uh, the fear of being rejected or failing at something, but the courage to say this is right for me. This is what I'm going to stand up for. This is what's true for me, and I have the courage to be true. D is for determination. You know, there's a great uh, video online of Bill Gates and and Steve Jobs talking, and one thing that Steve talked about was was you got to have passion. And the reason he said passion, and sometimes that word can be misconstrued to him sometimes, but or people feel like, I don't really feel passionate about something, therefore I don't have passion. But what he said was very, very true. He said, you got to have passion because there's so many obstacles to really achieving what you want, especially if you have bigger ambitions. And another way of looking at it is that you got to be determined. you got to be able to dig deep at times to really stay focused and committed to what you want to achieve. So D is for determination. E is for energy. You know, in this world that we're living in with lots of things coming at us all the time, you've got to have energy to rise up and and, um, to stand every single day. You've got to have physical, emotional, mental, spiritual energy to really fuel you. And when you think about a typical week in your life, how much energy does it take to live your life? Or maybe more specifically, how much energy do you need to go out and achieve what you want to achieve this year? And what are you doing? What are the choices you're making On what fuels you? How are you fueling yourself on a day-to-day basis? And what could you be doing differently in this half of the year to be more energized, to fuel your body, fuel your mind, fuel your soul in a more sustainable way? F. F is for faith. For some of you, that might be religious faith. For me, it's more about faith in things will work out. Faith that I have the ability and the capacity to face any challenge that comes up in front of me. Faith that I am bigger than any problem that comes up in my life. And sometimes it's just that, that magical aspect of faith. Just believing that it's going to be okay. That this too, if it's going through a troubling time, that this too shall pass. That I have the faith that things are going to work out. That I have the faith in myself to be able to bounce back. G is for goals. You've got to have some sort of a target, some sort of thing that you're striving for. Clarity is power. And without goals, without targets, you will easily be pushed aside by any wind that blows through other people's emails or social media or Hollywood gossip that can distract you. But having goals that you can connect to, goals that are meaningful to you, goals that help you fall deeper in love with life is an absolute critical part. So what are your goals for the second half of this year? Regardless of what happened in the first half of this year, it's time to reset recalibrate, and reclaim your goals. H is for health. You know, it's really hard to achieve anything, to get up out of bed in the morning if you don't have good health, good vitality, good well-being. So are you taking care of your health? It is the foundation for everything in life. It is the foundation for everything. Are you taking good care of your health and well-being? And what would taking a slightly better care or much better care of your health look like for the second half of this year? What do you need? you need more sleep, more exercise, more to eat better? Maybe you need some emotional health or mental health. What part of your health and well-being do you need to focus on in the second half of this year? I is for initiative. Initiative. You've got to take initiative. You've got to show initiative if you want to really truly go after the goals that you have and achieve your ambitions. Don't wait for others to take the lead. Step up and take the lead. Don't wait for the right time. Make the right time to be now. Take initiative in your life. J is for joy. You know, it's remarkable for me, or it never ceases to amaze me, how often the word joy comes up when I'm talking to my clients. If you really start to peel back the layers of the onion, what do they really want to experience? And the things that they say they want to experience, what would that give them? So often, one of the top three words they come up with is joy. They want to enjoy their life. They want to have, experience more joy, more uptick in their enthusiasm and a balance in their step. So what would bring you joy in the second half of the year? You know, it makes me think of, of course, the, uh, the very famous now, the um, uh, Mary Kondo, the, uh, the joy of decluttering. You know, what, her secret philo- or her simple philosophy Is that you only hold on to things. If you're decluttering, you only hold on to things that actually bring you joy. Bring you joy to your future life, not bring you joy in the past. So what's going to bring you joy this year? And maybe there's some decluttering that you need to do in your home or in your head for the second half of this year. K is for kindness. Are you being the person that you want to be? Are you being kind to yourself and others? Maybe for the second half of this year, you need to institute some more Either some random acts of kindness, or I prefer intentional acts of kindness. Thoughtful acts of kindness. Premeditated acts of kindness. Don't just do it randomly. Do it intentionally. L is for love. You know, love is the feeling that we all want. And while love is a feeling, to borrow the name of the song from John Mayer, love is also a verb. Are you acting with love? Are you demonstrating your love? Are you telling someone you love them that's important to you in your life? You may be telling them, but are you demonstrating it? And are you speaking love in their language? So what? how could you bring more love as a verb? Act with more love towards yourself and towards the people that really matter to you. M is for mojo. What gives you a bounce in your step? What ignites your mojo that feels like you feel you feel like you're alive? Like you're engaged and you're enthusiastic to create something or... Or to go after something. What's going to give you the mojo that you need for the second half of this year? Maybe it's a combination of some of the things we've already talked about. an Ambition, some goals, some energy, some joy. But get clear on what is going to give you a bounce in your step. To get your mojo back. To get a little swagger, a little confidence, a little air of knowingness. That this is what you want and this is what you're going to achieve this year. N. N is for No. You know, when I ask people, and I've asked this all around the world, when I ask people, where do you take your capacity for granted? You know, when you got a volume of things you need to take care of and get done, you got a busy life, where do you tend to take your capacity for granted? The number one answer I hear globally is some version of, I don't say no enough. I overcommit. I overpromise. I take on too many things at once. And even if I'm not committing that to someone else, I kind of commit to myself. You know How many days do you have where your to-do list, at the end of the day, you may have accomplished three things out of the 10 things on your list, and you feel really, really bad that there's seven things you didn't get to. So you set the expectation that you need to get 10 things done, but maybe you need to start saying no to some things. Maybe you need to say no to yourself a little bit more and really focus on the things that truly matter, that are truly going to make a difference for you this year. What do you need to say no to? More this year, and in fact, what do you need to say no to right now? What is something on your plate right now that is stressing you out, or distracting you, or you're feeling guilty over, and you just need to say no? No is not now is not the right time. O is for optimism. O is for optimism. Having a a mindset or an attitude of optimism. You know, it's been said that uh, research will show that pessimists tend to be more accurate. Things tend not to work out as well as we hope, generally speaking. Pessimists tend to be more accurate. However, optimists tend to be more determined. So when things don't work out, optimists tend to stick with it more. They continue to put in the effort to persevere and pursue the goal that they're after. So bring more optimism this year. If you found yourself in a bit of a funk, maybe now is the time to dial up the optimism dial in your life. P is for presence. You know The other, the second most common answer where people tend to take their capacity for granted in getting things done is they end up multitasking a lot. And what multitasking leads to is not being fully present. With the task at hand, with the people at hand, the people in front of you or the work you need to be, be doing. And probably the place you need to reflect on the most is Are you being fully present with the people that you love the most and care about the most? Whether it be at home or people that you are really connected to at work. Are you being fully present? Or are you, is your mind wandering elsewhere? Are you on your devices when people are trying to speak with you? Are you sitting in front of the TV with your family, but you're not really with your family? Because you're not fully present. So where do you need to be more present in the second half of this year? Q, Q gets a double-barreled one. Q is for quality questions. And much of our thinking is directed by the questions we ask ourselves. And what we want to be more intentional around is asking ourselves quality questions. The higher quality question you ask, the higher quality answer you get. If you keep asking yourself the question, why am I such an idiot? Your brain is going to look for reasons as to why you're an idiot. But if you ask yourself a high quality question like, what can I learn from this experience? How can I become better this year? How can I give more this year? Your brain will start to look for answers to that question. So get into the habit of asking yourself some higher quality questions. And A high quality question really elevates your mindset, gives you a higher perspective on what's going on, doesn't get you caught in the weeds, but it elevates your mindset or your perspective out of the details, looking towards what you really want to achieve. R is for resilience. I think resilience is one of the most important qualities we humans have, especially in a world of rising demands and expectations or pressures or stress. The question is, how resilient have you been in the first half of this year? You know, when you've been knocked back, when you've had challenges in your relationships or you've had unproductive days, how long does it take you to bounce back? And what could you do in the second half of this year to bring a little more bounce into your back? Where do you need to be more resilient? S is for strategy. It's all fine and well to have the energy, the ambition, and the goals. Have good health, to act with joy, kindness, or love. But do you? how are you using the right strategy? Are you using the right approach to achieve what you want? And if you've been grinding it out, burning lots of energy, working in a particular way, maybe it's time to step back and revisit. Hmm. But this is what I want to achieve for the rest of this year, is there a better strategy? Is there a more efficient strategy? Is there, a more, is there a more elegant, easier, more enjoyable strategy that I could be using this year? And maybe a simple way to break that down is think about how you approach your, each of your days. You know, are you being reactive and diving into your phone before you even looking at your emails, before you even step out of bed in the morning? Are you fueling your body in a way that you know doesn't really serve you to have a productive, effective day? Maybe there's a better strategy to start your day. What would a great morning routine look like? What would a great ritual be to start off your day with a clear mind, an open heart, a laser focus, and good energy in your body? It's time to revisit your strategy. T is for tranquility. And sometimes in our, in our world, we tend to think of tranquility as I don't know, maybe like you're at the spa, you're on the massage table and there's a little bubbling brook in the corner with some relaxing music, a very tranquil environment. That could be great. And that might be something that you need more of this year, the second half of this year. Maybe you need to step away from the hectic, busyness, chaotic aspects of your life and you need to go somewhere to find some tranquility. Maybe that's some time in nature. Maybe that's time by yourself. Maybe that is some time with some people that you haven't connected with in a while, but doing it in an environment or a special place that really really allows you to decompress. But There's another aspect of tranquility, or another definition of tranquility that I really like. And it comes from the great book called The Peaceful Warrior. And tranquility, how you define the peaceful warrior was, tranquility really is, it's the clarity of who I am and what my path is. It's not looking around and comparing myself to others or changing my plans every five minutes because I'm doubtful that this is the right way to go. It's tranquility on the inside. Clarity of who you are and clarity of what your path is. What could you do to be more tranquil on the inside this year? To find that inner peace? You is for understanding. As the great Stephen Covey said, you know, seek first to understand, then to be understood. What is something you need to understand more? Maybe it's something with your spouse or your partner. Maybe there's something that's been causing some conflict between a, you and a colleague. And maybe it's time to take the initiative, take the initiative to sit down with that colleague and say, I want to understand more about what you value, about what's important to you, about what I can do to serve you and support you. What do you need to take time to understand in the second half of this year? Maybe you need to understand your own strengths. Maybe you understand your own fears or insecurities, understand what is really getting in your way. Why haven't you achieved what you really want to achieve this year? Maybe you need to step back and get off your treadmill of life and take some time to understand. V is for vulnerability. You know, maybe it's a bit of a buzzword in our in our world now, but there's always always power in vulnerability. You know, if you want to learn more about this, highly recommend any of the work by Brené Brown. But this power of vulnerability and it is remarkable in some of the workshops that I've done over the years, when people really open up in and in a, when you're working with colleagues, you get some, a leadership team and someone really opens up and suddenly reaches a new depth of honesty or authenticity or openness it is remarkable how that gives per- other people the permission to also be open and sp- say the things that they've been thinking for a while, but maybe didn't feel like they had the permission or it was safe to open up. So if you were more vulnerable this year, what would you ask for help in? Where could you ask for more support or more guidance? If you'd let down the guard that you needed to know at all, where could you be more vulnerable in a safe way? W is for wisdom. Wisdom of drawing on all the past lessons that you've learned. There certainly is some wisdom. Now, if you're not where you want to be at this part of the year, halfway through, There's certainly some wisdom to be had. If you look back over the previous six months and you start to ask your question, ask the questions, why, why am I not on track? When you start to try to understand what is the wisdom that I can learn about some of my own bad habits or, or, um, or weaknesses that I've been drawing on too much, What is some of the wisdom that I can learn from other people? Is there a mentor out there? Is there a YouTube video there that I need to listen to and really take some notes on or really pay attention to is there wisdom from someone else in my life? Is there wisdom from my boss that I should tap into more? Wisdom from some of my colleagues that I need to rely on to help me out of this sticky situation? And maybe there's just some wisdom in my heart that I haven't been paying attention to. Maybe I've been in my head too much. And I need to start trusting my intuition more. There is always great wisdom in your intuition. X. X is for the X factor. The X factor is what is it that makes you? You? What is it that makes you unique? What is it b- a part of you that you need to embrace a little bit more this year? Maybe there's something that makes you a little quirky or geeky. Maybe there's a little, a little something that you do that just puts a little bounce in your step, puts a smile on your face, that makes you uber productive or uber effective in your work. What is the X factor that perhaps you've been denying? Perhaps you have disconnected from or you've forgotten about? What's the X factor that you need to bring to life even more in the second half of this year? Y is for yearning, a longing, a craving, a desire, a want. What is it that you are yearning for this year? What are you longing for? What is something that if you're really honest with yourself that you desperately want in your life? Maybe it is an ambition, a goal. Maybe it is a career change. Maybe it is following your passion or a sense of purpose with even more conviction. What is it that you're yearning for and longing for that you've maybe been dabbling in, that you've been neglecting, that you've been putting on the back burner thinking, oh, I'll just wait, I'll wait till next year. Maybe there's a big project that you want to take on that you would really love to get engaged with and you know getting engaged with that would make you feel like you're coming alive, but for whatever reason, the first half of this year, you've been procrastinating, delaying, or ignoring. And what can you do to reconnect with what it is that you yearn for in your life. And the last one, Z, or some people say Z, uh, The last one is zest. Again, what gives, you, what gives you a zest for life? What is a hobby, an interest that you have that perhaps you also have put on the back burner in the first part of this year? That if you know you got engaged with that, that not only would it have, there there is a yearning to be involved with that, but it also gives you a zest. It gives you a, a little spark. It ignites something within you. Maybe it's time, the second half of this year, to reclaim your zest for life. So there you have it, the A to Z of success. If I know one thing, it is this, that each year demands that it brings the best of me to show up on a regular basis. And I encourage you to tap more into the best of you, to consciously draw on your greatest power, your greatest strength, your greatest sense of purpose or passion, your greatest qualities and mindset to bring the best of you to your life in front of you. And when you start to dial up some of these qualities, you can count on the fact that the second half of this year will be infinitely better than the first half. Hey, thanks for tuning in. We always want you to get the most of the time you've invested listening here. This show is only valuable if you apply what you've learned and most learning is generated from reflection. So we'd love to hear from you and your reflections about what you learned or found interesting. Join the community and go to theignitionshow.com slash connect. And let us know what struck you and what it was you heard today that you really needed to hear today. You can leave us an audio message or join our Facebook group at facebook.com groups slash The Ignition Show. And participate in the conversation there where we'd love to hear your comments and follow up questions. As always, if you like what you hear, please subscribe, rate the show or leave a review in iTunes. It helps others find us and helps us get better. We actually read every single review and comment that comes through iTunes, Facebook, and our website, and respond to as many people as we can. And lastly, remember, whatever you dream of, whatever you hope for, and secretly wish you had, you're closer than you think you are, you're meant to have it, and you absolutely deserve it. Until next time, I'm Chris Janssen, and this is The Ignition Show.